Good morning! It's the 19th of March and it's been an absolute age since I did a podcast, so sorry guys! But those that have been following us, um, which I assume you have, if you're listening to this, um, you will know that we have been busy! Oh my goodness! These last few months have been absolutely crazy. So we, we, everything went crazy last October when the lovely Gemma Bray, the organised mum, shared us on Instagram and it went insane because previously we, we had kind of, you know, we had hit people all around the UK but at that point it just exploded and I think I went from 3,000 followers, maybe a bit more than that, maybe 5,000 followers to, I've gone up to 13, 13 and a half thousand followers on Instagram and that was following German shout out on Instagram. So following that in October, we just went boom. We had so many online sessions come in. We got to the point where we thought, right, we'll get to Christmas, we'll catch up over Christmas, it'll all be fine. And then we'll come back in the new year and it'll all be nice and quiet. And that didn't happen because the volume that we had, and we were doing the hair analyses as well, which take which used to take us so long, we were just we couldn't catch up. So I think it was middle of January, me, Zoe and Sarah had a little chat and we said, look, let's close our books just for a few weeks, get on top of all our sessions and we can come back with a better, more efficient system and hopefully find a way of sort of helping more ladies in a more efficient length of time. Um, just to warn you today with the podcast, I might have to pause it every now and then because um, I've got bad asthma. So um, every now and then I have to take a bit of a breather. So if you hear a click, it's just where I'm pausing for breath. <laughs> so I think we we closed our books for about a month and in that month we obviously did really well catching up on all those sessions that we were behind with. And um, it also gave me a really good time to look at the business because I started Style by Susie as a hobby. I genuinely never, I mean, I, I dreamed of it being a business but I don't think I ever could have expected it to get to the where it is at the moment. Um, so I suppose when I started it up, I never thought about what I would need to do for that volume of clients coming in. You know, at, at that point, I was I was going off in the evening to people's houses locally and styling them. So it's it's very quickly got bigger and bigger. And because of that, I've never really had the time to properly focus on the business and actually invest both time and money into it so this was a really good opportunity to do that and um, it was really exciting doing so and I had some great support along the way um, my mentor Lee Lam is just amazing she was she's a business expert and she is also she's just well she's very spiritual and she's very switched on with how you know how to connect with people so she has that great balance of, you know, giving me business advice, but also because she's been involved with my business from the beginning, she also sees how important it is for me to keep that level of personal service there for my clients. You know, I didn't want like a one size fits all thing going out to all my clients. So, um, yeah, so I've had some really good advice along the way and it's been somewhat stressful. I don't think I can say that. <laughs> I don't think I can... <laughs> even begin to explain how stressful it's been but I do think it's worth it because I think we are we have come back better we are keeping on top of all our new clients coming in 
and we are getting some really great feedback which is lovely to see and we obviously see this in the Facebook community we see this when clients email us Instagram us and it's just it's lovely to actually see that you guys are putting into you know you're actually using using the tools and you're doing so so well so yay hopefully it should all just calm down a little bit and um yeah the stress will all be worth it it's what i tell myself every day you know me i'm an optimist <laughs> so i'm talking today about style personalities um style personalities is something it's quite a hard thing to explain and i'm going to do my best to explain it in this podcast because I feel it's probably easier to explain it in a podcast than it is to explain in a blog. Um, And it's something that I think throws a lot of confusion out there. A lot of people think, what is that? Is it something I already have? Is it something I should be working towards? What is a style personality? So I'm going to do my best today to explain what a style personality is, um, why it's important and how you can apply it to your, your style. So remember in the 90s when the Spice Girls first came out, and I can't remember which magazine it was, it was either Top of the Pops magazine or it was Smash Hits magazine. God, I feel so old thinking about those names. Um, They gave the Spice Girls their Spice Girl names. So this isn't something that the Spice Girls gave themselves. This was, I I think it was the editor of Smash Hits magazine said, right, so we've got Jerry who's Ginger Spice and we've got Baby Spice and we've got Scary Spice. And I think if if there's one really good example of showing what a style personality is, it's looking at the Spice Girls. So you look at the difference in the way that they all dressed. You had Mel B with her leopard print cat suits, you know, her kind of funky jewellery. She always had those arm bracelets around her um, her biceps. Um, You had Emma Bunton, who was the complete opposite, really, really girly. She'd wear kind of baby doll dresses, um, wedges. She quite often wore, you know, really nice trouser suits. And then you had obviously Victoria Beckham, who was very chic, very, you know, very simple with her style, black dresses, heels. And then obviously you had Jerry, who wore anything and everything she wanted. Um, Mel C, Sporty Spice, Liverpool kit. Now, those those personalities, those Spice Girl personas, were so important to them, to their to their careers, and they were really important, I think, to teenage girls growing up. I think they really were for me and my friends because when you were at school and you were trying to find your own identity and you were thinking, you know, well, what what am I and who am I? I think it was really great when the Spice Girls came along to see that wow, these girls, you know, they're all, they're all so pretty. They're all so talented. They're, you know, charismatic, but they are all individual. They've all got their own style. And that is a really good example of a style personality. Now, if you mix those style personalities, so say, for example, you'd have mixed, you'd have put Victoria Beckham in Mel C's Liverpool kit, or you put Mel C in Mel B's leopard print cat suit it kind of you know it might have suited their body shape but it wouldn't have looked like them Victoria Beckham would look unbelievably uncomfortable in a Liverpool kit so that's a really good example of they've got their style that's them that's their personality it works for them 
but it wouldn't really work on anybody else. So Spice Girls is maybe a bit of an extreme example because obviously it was a while ago and <clears throat> they, you know, they, they did dress quite outrageously. But you can apply that now with celebrities. So for example, you could take, I don't know, Fern Cotton and Holly Willoughby. You know, they're best mates, aren't they? Holly Willoughby, most of the, most of the time dresses, she's very feminine, she's very girly, she always looks amazing. I'd say when we ask in the questionnaire, who is your celebrity style icon? I would say 95% of people reply saying Holly Willoughby. She's incredibly popular with women. Um, so she has a very feminine style and she also dresses beautifully for her body shape. She's got an amazing stylist. Fern Cotton, on the other hand, has a very alternative style. So she's more, she's more kind of edgy, very, very rock chick. Um, say if you put Fern Cotton in one of Holly Willoughby's pencil dresses with a pair of heels or Fern Cotton in jeans and a blazer. Again, it may suit her body shape, but it wouldn't look like Fern Cotton. Fern would probably end up looking quite uncomfortable. It just wouldn't kind of resonate with her, with her style, with her personality. And again, that's a good example of how style personalities work. You could then dress Holly Willoughby in a really rock chick style, like Fern Cotton, and dye her hair pink and everything that Fern Cotton does. I think Fern Cotton's dyed her hair like a copper colour at the moment. It just wouldn't really work. It might be a bit fun, but I don't think it would be that same, oh, that's distinctively Holly Willoughby, that's distinctively Fern Cotton. So they are some examples of how celebrity style personalities work. So over the years, we've um, the style personality thing is a relatively new thing. If you've been a Style by Susie client um, for more than... Oh, I don't know, I'm trying to think, say more than three years, um, you probably wouldn't have been given a style personality. Um, this is something that you can you can get if you like. It is um, five pounds and you get um, a description of what a style personality is. You get like a little mini mood board and just a few examples of how that style works and what your style is. Um, so style personality is very, very important and um, it's, it's not meant to be confusing. <laughs> so I really hope this does explain it for you all and I really hope it helps. So when I sort of came up with all the style personalities, over the years I've done lots of different variations. Um, but I'd say now we've kind of, we've honed it down a bit. So the most popular style personalities are Girl Next Door, Girl Next Door with an edge, edgy, Parisian and retro, I can't remember what the other one is, retro glam I think it is. So if you've been given an, a girl next door style personality, girl next door would be someone like Holly Willoughby. So it's, it's not specific on what colouring you are, it's just a feeling that we get from either your facial features, whether you have quite a feminine face, um, whether you have, you know, you've got a bit more of like a rock chick look about you, um, so we pick that up by looking at your facial features. We also take into account your shape. And um, a girl next door style personality would be lots of prints and patterns. You know, you could do florals, you could do cherry prints, polka dots, keep the costume jewelry quite feminine and try not to go too edgy because if you have quite a girly style, if you go for something really edgy in there, 
like, I don't know, ripped dungarees or something like that, um, it's likely to just be a bit too harsh for your style personality. So that would be Girl Next Door. Girl Next Door with an edge would be, again, those kind of pretty prints and patterns, but then you can throw in a bit of an edge. So say, for example, you like somewhere like Fat Face and you like the, you know, the, the pretty floral dresses in there. Um, you could you can make that such an edgy look by adding a biker jacket, a pair of black tights and ankle boots. In the summer, you could add a denim jacket, bare legs and white trainers. So you're taking those girly prints, but you're adding an edgy vibe to it. You could do it with costume jewellery. So you could do it with a pair of hoops or something like that, just to make it a little bit more edgy and just take that feminine slant off there a little bit. The retro kind of vintage style personality is probably the least common one, um, but it's a really fun one. So it's kind of like, you know, uh, like cherry prints, really funky costume jewellery, dinosaur prints, um, almost a little bit Paloma Faith mixed with Jess from New Girl. You know, that kind of Kath Kitson, really fun, quirky prints. And you can have lots of fun with unusual costume jewellery and stuff like that. So places online like Sour Cherry are really fun where they've got Perspex um, earrings and necklaces and things like that. So the retro style personality is quite a fun one. It's really colourful and it's it's quite an unusual one because you have to have quite a certain look to carry it off. So you have to have that kind of vintage look. Um, but that's a really, really fun one. So edgy is, um, I'd say, I'd class my style as probably edgy. Um, so if you like my style, then that's that's what my style personality is. Um, so I like I like quite sort of not masculine clothes, but I do like alternative rock chick looks. So I love DMs, I love white trainers, um, dungarees, chunky costume jewelry, that kind of thing. So edgy doesn't mean that you have to go out and dress like you know the Sex Pistols but you can go out and you can wear a pair of ripped jeans, you can wear a pair of funky trainers, you can do some tortoiseshell earrings. If you've got a cooler skin tone, you can do pops of snake print instead of leopard print. So it's just really going for those edgy prints and patterns. And if you look at my clothing, if you go back through my Instagram feed, for example, it's quite unusual to see me in a very floral, girly print. And if I do wear it, I usually really edge it up with something else. Um, so that would be like an edgy style personality. I'd probably say Sarah's style personality would be um, either girl next door or girl next door with an edge because Sarah can Sarah does girl next door really, really well. You know, she loves a pair of heels. She's tiny. She's tinier than she looks in her photos. Um, I think she's only about 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, so Sarah loves a pair of heels, always has done. When I very first met her nearly seven years ago, she left hospital after having her little boy wearing a pair of wedges. So Sarah has always had the glamour stake. She is just a glamour puss. But then Sarah can also really do girly with an edge really well because she looks really cool if she wears trainers and really dresses, you know, like a play suit down with black tights and trainers. So I'd say that's Sarah's style personality. The Parisian style personality is um, it's one of my favourites because I just think it's so beautiful. Um, the Parisian style personality is, it's just very chic, it's quite simple and it's very 
easy to do. It, it may seem daunting, maybe because of the name, I'm not sure. Um, but it could be something really simple, like a white t-shirt with a pair of skinny jeans and trainers. You could then pop a blazer over the top and then go for like a really cool scarf or some earrings or something like that. Um, if you've been told to wear prints and patterns on your top half, you could do a Breton stripe. And then with that, you could add a clashing printed scarf with that, like a leopard print scarf or a scarf that's got stars on it. So the, the Parisian style personality is, it's just very chic, very simple. It's not too edgy. Um, you don't have to wear heels by any means, but like a pair of loafers is really great with a pair of skinny jeans. And it's just keeping the look really crisp and simple. And um, yeah, it's a really, really nice one. I think if there's one thing that I would get tattooed on my forehead at the moment, it would be um, the style analysis is a guide. Um, I think I'd probably get it tattooed on my forehead maybe three times. I'd have to get rid of my fringe though. <laughs> um, it really is. The style, the style analysis is a guide. It's your little tool book that you can, tool book, toolbox, guidebook. I merged the two words and I came up with a new one. Um, it's your guidebook that you can take whatever you want from that. Not everything in your style analysis is going to ring true. If you go through your style analysis and you see that there is a pair of dungarees in there and you're like, oh God, I hate dungarees. I've shopped with clients recently who are like, Susie, I love dungarees on you, but I really, I really don't like them on me. And I say, that's fine. Like we're all so different and I'm not, A, I don't take offense that you don't like them because I wear them and B, I probably wouldn't have put you in them anyway because I don't think they're very you either. So if you see something in your analysis that is in there, it's to give you ideas. So it's going to work for your body shape. It might not ring true to you, but go through your analysis and look at the things that do ring true. Is it prints and patterns on your top half? Do you love stripes? Okay, so you love stripes. What can you do with your stripes to make them more stylish? Can you add a pattern scarf to them? Can you add a chunky statement necklace? You know, what are the, what are the things that you love that you can see in your analysis that ring true for you? And what are the things that excite you? There are things in there that won't excite you. You might not love white trainers, but you might love Chelsea boots. You might love espadrilles. You might love loafers. So go through there with a highlighter and pick out the bits that ring true for you. But the guide is a guide. And for example, you know, body shapes are just so different, guys. They are so different. Two hourglasses are not the same. Caroline Flack is an hourglass. Nigella Lawson is an hourglass. They're very different, aren't they, right? So if I was styling Caroline Flack, I would give her completely different advice to what I would give Nigella Lawson. If Nigella Lawson and Caroline Flack met for a drink, <laughs> that'd be fun. And Nigella Lawson said, well, Susie said I should wear dark colours on my bottom half and I shouldn't wear stonewashed jeans. But Caroline Flack then said, well, that's weird because Susie said that I should wear ripped jeans and I should wear stonewashed jeans and then they're like oh well you know what's well now I'm confused have I been told wrong no it's because you're very different shapes and this is the beauty of what we do is that it's not generic it's there is an overall 
guideline for your shape. So with an hourglass, you know, it's about keeping some shape in your outfit, but <clears throat> they are specific to you. So as much as you can, use it as your guidebook, take the bits from it that excite you and sort of, you know, pave your own way, create your own Pinterest board, add things to it that really excite you on Pinterest. I use Pinterest loads and I certainly don't have a Pinterest figure. I'm five foot nine, I'm a size 14 to 16, definitely a 16 on my bottom half. And I am not a Pinterest model size, but I use it loads. I use it for looking at how to put colors together. I use it for how to, you know, how to accessorize, how to clash prints. So there are so many tools out there that you can use. And I think we put so many limitations on ourselves that, well, I can't do that because, well, she's, you know, she's really skinny, so I can't wear that. You know, I'm, I'm a size 16 pear shape, so I can't wear that. Well, why, why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you just do it in your own way? Maybe change out the jeans a little bit, maybe balance out with a different type of shoe. But why are you putting that limitation on yourself? And this is the trouble. And I think it's also really important to take responsibility for your own style journey. And you can take your style journey as far as you want to take it. You can completely change out your whole wardrobe or you can just change out a few accessories or you can stay exactly where you are in your comfort zone and not move anywhere. But if you did that, then you've just wasted your money on a style analysis. I'm under a nutritionist at the moment. I must give her a shout out because she's just incredible. Helen Moynihan of Venus Nutrition, based in Oxted. Um, I've been with Helen for about five years now. And um, I suffer really badly from asthma, as I said earlier. And this winter has pretty much nearly killed me. Um, I'm really in poor health at the moment. I'm not gonna go into it too much. Um, but I've not been in a very good way. And Helen has been really helping me this last month, particularly with supplements and ideas. And Helen said, you know, one of my really, one of my favorite snacks of the day, <laughs> sounds like a really boring snack. One of my favorite snacks of my day is a little packet of oat cakes, which are quite healthy with some cheese. I love it. And Helen said to me, you know, when she was looking through my food diary, you know, what I normally have in an average day, she said to me, right, with your asthma, we must get rid of dairy because dairy is a, it creates mucus. And at that point I could have said, oh, but Helen, I love cheese. I love dairy. I love my, my latte that I have in the morning downstairs before I go to school. But do you know what? what what's my choice? My, I've come to Helen because I want to get better. I want to get healthy. And I've come to a stage where I need to change something in my life to feel different. What do I do? I could carry on eating dairy. I could carry on with lattes. I could have the ice cream with my pudding at the weekend. But do I want that or do I want to get better? And it's, it's kind of the same thing. Do you go to a counsellor and expect that the counsellor is going to drive back with you to your house afterwards and change all the things, you know, have a sit down with your husband and say, right, this is really upsetting your wife that, that you're doing this and then go to your boss and say, right, and you should be doing this. That's not the case. People like myself and Sarah, people like Helen, a nutritionist, a counsellor, whoever it is you're seeing, 
They're there for guidance. They're there to give you those tools and you have to apply those tools yourself to your life. And we're here for guidance. We're here for support. You have your tool book. I don't know why I keep calling it a tool book. I'm going to carry on calling it a tool book. You have your tool book. <laughs> um, and the rest is kind of down to you. And that's really exciting. It's not meant to be daunting. It's exciting. How far do you want to take it? Do you want to completely change the way you look? Do you want to change your hair? Do you want to change your shoes? Do you want to just get rid of all your old clothes that are a size 10 and don't fit anymore? Or do you want to keep them in your wardrobe, stare at them every day, making yourself miserable thinking, well, I'm a size 14 now, I'm not going to fit into the size 10s, but I'm going to keep them there because I might fit into them one day. No. What is that going to do for your, your mental health? So whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's nutrition, style, lifestyle, you need to take ownership for that and see how far you want to take it. And the beauty of the body shape analysis is that you've got so many things you can take, whether it's the colours that excite you, you know, you might see the colours and think, oh, you know, that really rings true to me. I'm going to go for it with the colours. I'm not ready to change the body shape stuff yet, but I'm going to go and buy loads of new scarves and new accessories. Or it might be the style personality where you think, oh, I'm really excited by the fact that she can see that I've got an edgy look about me. I'm going to go and buy some ripped jeans. I'm going to go to my local town and get me some ripped jeans and see how I get on with those. You can pick anything you like. It's like a sweet shop. It's not there to be daunting, I promise you. And if it is daunting, that's that's really sad and I really don't want that to be the case. So it should be exciting for you. Pick out what feels good for you. Pick out what feels true for you and go for it because you've got a whole army of people that are going to support you with that in the Facebook tribe on, face, on Facebook, obviously. Um who are going to support you with that and be your cheerleaders and we're your cheerleaders as much as we don't get to see all the posts on Facebook we do see many of them and you're doing it and you're doing amazingly and no one is going to stare at you and if they're staring they're probably wishing that they could wear what you're wearing okay so that concludes my podcast I'm going to start with some work now and I've got a few online sessions to do today so I'm going to get on with those and let me know how you feel about the podcast today and I really hope you enjoy it and um, fingers crossed I'll have time to do another one soon so have a wonderful day and I will be back again soon hopefully I'm going to bring Sarah on the next one have a lovely day girls take care of yourselves